Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Previously on In The Moment. If no one my age has ever told you that, let me be the first to. And he said, in regards to you wanting to always be alone, that's normal. He said what everybody else experiences in this world of always needing someone to fulfill them, to complete them, that's not the normal part. Because you come into this world alone, you leave alone. He said, I've been married for 40 plus years. And he said, and I'm never leaving my wife unless one of us die. She's here right now. I love her. Period. That'll never change. But if I'm being completely honest with you, when I look back on my life, me and my wife separated three times and before her I had a life. My happiest years have been when she wasn't around. But just take those words and do what them what you will. And he walked away. Just like that. It's okay. Two things can be true. Like we talk about. Loves his wife. Would never leave his wife. Seemed like a really great guy. I saw him leave with his wife. Held her hand. Got in the car. He probably will never tell her that. But he took the time to let me know. Hey, bro, it's all good. Even right. when you do find the one. And you spend all those years with her. Not rainbows and butterflies. Hey, bro. You're going to look back on these times and go, woo. I need five minutes by myself. There you go. (laughs) So there's blessings in it all. I've never, I've always thought that people who live by a timeline are stupid. I mean, like, they're not stupid, but the the timeline is stupid. Because I I was never, I was never raised to, I was never raised to, you know, conform to those norms that society puts like no it is what it is my journey is my journey like why am I going to put a timeline on my life and who I want to be with what's going to happen is going to happen and either I'm going to be happy with how it happens and how it turns out or not so people who stick in a relationship for the kids that's stupid whatever happens with the kids is going to happen regardless it's damaged either way like get out of that relationship stop staying in there for the kids okay the kids gonna be fine leave right now get out Mm. go all right. Mm-hmm. Trauma's already there, probably. If you're already arguing in the household, it's probably worse with you being together than not being together mm. for the kids. People don't like to think about that. Um, my friends who always like, I have a timeline. I want to have kids by this time. And da da da. When you have a timeline like that, that means you're gonna accept any bullshit that comes your way because you're so focused on your timeline instead of the quality of whoever's coming into your life. You're gonna take some fake shit, yo. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then when you do also have a timeline, you forget about your happiness because you're so focused on this that you're not enjoying life. You're just living to live by this time frame instead of living for you. And that's annoying. And I think that that's why all these people are in the marriages with their not great sex partners. 100%. Because they have this timeline in their mind and they just think, I'm with this great person. He provides all these great qualities, even though he may lack this one thing or another. Look. I can make it. I can make it work. I'm happy and blah blah blah. And I think that that's why marriages no, fail so that's fucking quick. That's part of it. I don't I think that's think all it, of it. Though. Yeah, I think that's, that's only part of it. That's only part of it. Okay. I think a lot of people are just in unhappy marriages in general too, yeah, and that's yeah. also why because they have a I, I think it's a lot of reasons. One of them is I think you outgrow some shit. Sometimes you just outgrow right. the person you're with. Yo, you're not the same person in your 20s as you are in your 30s, as you are in your 40s, as you are in your 50s. And we have built this society where it's not okay 
to leave. It's not okay to say, I've been with you for 20 years, I love you, but I'm a different dude, you're a different woman, and just maybe we might actually be better off exploring life and living a little bit. That's, we've made that weird when that should be literally human nature. I also think there's something to what this article said of most of us, if not all, have been in relationships where sex was it. Mm-hmm. That was the main event. That was the highlight. Let's keep mm-hmm. it a buck in here. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You weren't getting much outside of this person. Weren't going to have the best conversations. Right. You weren't going to be able to look at them and feel like you could completely be yourself and be comfortable. Mm. You may not have saw them as the best mother, the best father, the best partner, period. But the sex? Damn, they can suck some dick. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to talk like this. We parting. So, of course, when you get married and you see all the other things, like, oh, this person is that. You know, sex might not be their, like, greatest characteristic or attribute. Right. But you marry them because they got all the other shit. Mm. And all that other person had was what, Romeo? Good day. Yeah. (laughs) So should a man feel a way about that, knowing that he's the 80? She married you because that other dude was only the 20. All he had on you. Good day. Yeah. (laughs) But Katie took me somewhere else. We talk about strikes against us. Everything is somewhat of a gift and a curse, right? Mm-hmm. So are there pluses here? Like, here's what I mean. Being black, being brown is a strike. However, everything is about perspective, right? Follow me. I was on a train one day. Mm-hmm. Subway, New York City. Random guy comes up to me and he was like, what's up, man? How you doing? I was like, I'm cool. Starts talking to me. He's annoying me at first. I don't want to talk. It's New York. We don't talk on the subway. It's weird. What are you doing? Eventually, he opened me up. He's funny. Pause. But he was funny. So I started talking to him. I told him, hey, man, I got this little thing in Atlanta. I don't know if I'm going to go. Hey, go! So he said, what are you thinking about it for? You going to stay here? Yeah, man. Maybe. For what? You going to take your ass to Atlanta? Random ass dude. All right, bet. What about you? You ain't got no goals, no dreams? Like, why are you here? Man, I'm cool. He's like, a guy like you, look as good as you look, funny as you are, man, you should be in Atlanta. Me? It's perfect for me. So I'm kind of like laughing like, why, why, bro? Like, you ain't no different than me. What you mean it's perfect for you? He said, look, bro, you know why I ride the subway to work? I said, nah, man. He said, do you like riding the subway to work? I said, I hate this shit. He said, you got the wrong mentality, young brother. So everybody out here got their little fancy-ass car, ain't traffic, got to get gas, stop and go. You in control all the time, paying attention, focus. You know what the subway feels like to me? I said, what? He says, AC, it's cool in here. My hours, I get a seat. The door is open for me. I don't have to do it. It's automatic. I read a book. I'm chilling. I ain't got to worry about traffic. I ain't got to worry about nobody pulling me over. I ain't got to worry about being racially profiled. I'm cooling, man. I get to catch up on my little stories and go to work. What the hell is wrong with this? That shit fucked me up because I had a whole different experience of what the train was like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he said, on top of all of that, this New York, you get a free story every day. Somebody fighting in this corner. They arguing in this corner. Homeboy masturbating over there. They heavy. <laughs> like, yes, like, like his perspective of it was like, damn. It, it's kind of remind me of when I went through a toll booth one time and homie was just in the toll booth, like, dancing. 
like Chris Browning in the toll booth. And I was like, yo, you good? He was like, I'm great. Have a good day. And I was like, yo. Like, you know how angry I would be if I worked in a toll booth? No. Like, I'm not trying to be funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would hate life. But when you meet people like this, it's like perspective is everything, right? Right. So as much as we talk about strikes against us, and I just listened to what Katie said about you looked at your friends and you was like, nah, y'all going off of society standards. Bop, 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 bop. Y'all can't even survive without that. Bop, this is easy. Do you think maybe just a part of that was so easy for you because you was already in rebellious mode from having to deal with being gay? Nah. I mean, I could see how that could, hmm. You see what I'm saying? Possibly connect, but there's still a whole thing about being married and still having a family, even if you're gay, you know? You there's, still get that energy? There's still that, yeah. But, but it's, something it's, in you makes it easy for you to go, fuck that, I don't care. So? Yeah, it's true. Something. Because I already don't care about what society thinks about me. And your friends, your friends don't have that like you do. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? As much mm-hmm. as we talk about being black and being gay as being a strike, shit, maybe it is a little bit of an advantage there because you already got shit against you. So you kind of find it a little easier to go, eh, fuck it. True. You know? Something to think about. Who's next? Moment of the week. You got a cup of shit. Y'all ready for this? of shit? This moment of the week is called You Got a Cup of Shit. Okay. Cup of shit. You're in the bathroom. First date. First date? First date. Okay. You're in the bathroom. Shit myself. (laughs) You going to work. Mm -hmm. Which is also confusing to me at this point in life because Katie said we have to... like, shut the toilet before we flush it? Yep. But then how do you courtesy flush? You don't. You can courtesy flush. This is going to be all up in your ass. See, because if the toilet stop up, That's bounce now you back got right toilet there. water in your ass. Oh. <laughs> you... Don't let it get in your urethra. I hope that. Be like, oh. you know, if they find Nemo in that. <laughs> Wait, Romeo, what you do? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you got to jump a little bit. So, toilet stops up. It's mad shit in the toilet. Your boyfriend, girlfriend, whomever is on the outside. You in their house for the first time. And, like, you cannot get this toilet to flush. It smells crazy in there. Your shit is all in there. What do you do? Um, what time of night is it? Or day? What time of day? It's late. Mm, What's the okay. word you used earlier? What? What word? The, the N word. I'm a, I'm a. No, we're not going to say that. <laughs> yeah, that's what you got to do, though. You you have to find, like, a snake or something like that. If this is my house. That's their place? Is that their place? Yeah. Yeah, it's their uh, place. You just took the biggest you shit. You really like this person. You just took the biggest shit. Toilet stopped up. Ain't nothing in there that you can figure out. They don't out. even got the little... No plunging in, nothing. Nothing. And when you open that door, on the other side of that door is the person that you really like. What do you do in this situation? Hey, don't use the toilet. I'll be right back. <laughs> I'm going to go find a 24-hour store <laughs> go to and Walmart. get a snake. Uh, you a real one. And snake the fuck out of that. You do know when you say that he's going to go in the bathroom, right? Or she's going to go in the bathroom. Well, nah, you, you bring you, that's what you're doing. You, yeah. You it is what you. it is. You got to own Yeah. Can't run it from it. You would walk out of the bathroom and say, yo. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, I got to run the gas station. Don't go in there. I'll be right back. Yep. I'm going to find a snake. Yep. All right, say less. Romeo, what I do you think, do? I think that is the best way to test them. You know what I mean? Like, if they're the mm-hmm. one. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, 
I just took the biggest shit in your bathroom. No, tell me exactly what you say when you walk out no, of this no, no. bathroom. All right, so I walk out hella embarrassed, first of all. Like, hella embarrassed. You sweating and shit? Like, fucking profusely sweating. Like, my shirt is wet for how much I'm sweating. I've been in there, like, contemplating, like, oh, my God, this shit not flushing. What the fuck am I doing? Do I put my hand in there? No, I can't do that shit. What the fuck is wrong with me? But, I mean, I might have to. I don't know. Ah, fuck. Ah. I'm just going to have to fucking. All right. All right, cool. Yeah. I open the door. I walk out. Literally, first, she's going to look at me, and the first thing I'm going to say is, I just took the biggest shit in your bathroom. It's, it's, it's done for. Uh, I'll be right back. You want to come with me? We're going to, well, you're coming. No, no, no. Because I, I don't trust you to be, <laughs> to be in this house by yeah, yourself right yeah, now. Yeah. It might be a danger, actually. There's a yeah. little hazard going on. But I would be honest. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and I would test it out. Because if she's, like, funny about it and, like, joking about it, then I'm like, all right, maybe you're the one. But if she's like, Ew, ew, that's gross. Then she ain't the one. She ain't the one. Say less. Because I need to know that when we get old, you're going to wipe my ass. All right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I I do. But yeah, I didn't know that's where we were going. Say you won't change when you go. Oh, boy. Keisha Cole. That's Keisha Hole. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) You need to get up in there. (laughs) I asked this, and I like your energy because I would, if I had to choose one of y'all, I would be Romeo in that situation. Yo, listen. Went down in there. (laughs) Hey. Oof. Hey, Ooh. let me tell you a thing. I barely made it out of life. Yeah, you, you, know, you almost lost one in there. You should be happy you don't got to call the police and explain. You almost got charged with murder tonight. Yeah, right. <laughs> if you know what's best for you, you bring your ass with me so we can fix what came out of mine. You know what I'm saying? And first of all, bitch, why don't you got a plunger in here? <laughs> yeah. Like, what the Before fuck? Before here, you got to play victim. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got to play victim yeah. while your shit is in a like, toilet. Like, this is how okay. you... <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? Mm. A, little, a little low fucking pressure? Huh? Yo. Okay. Weak right? ass toilet. That's what you have to do. We had a we had a caller. Call on Jaden Moe today. You know what she did? Uh-uh. She scooped all of the shit out the toilet with a cup. Yo. I get the name of it. There you <laughs> go. I thought you would have saw this punchline coming. Shitty I fucking gave hands, it to you in the beginning. Like... Yo, she scooped all of the shit out. And with... put it where, bro? Uh, she apparently was throwing it out the window. It was a window. On fucking people down below? Like, I mean, it was the backyard. It's, oh, it's the yard. It's a house. Okay, yeah, yeah. she just scooped it all out. Bop, <laughs> bop, bop. And then <laughs> went on about business, you know? <laughs> you go to the backyard. Can you imagine? <laughs> I said, did you ever tell him? He said, no. Nah. I guess he would have figured the dogs did it. Yeah, that's wild, right? It's a wild that's, story. Mm-mm. And then, and then, like all of the women who called up was like, "Nah, I feel her." And I'm like, I wouldn't care if you blew my bathroom up. It's a human thing. I wouldn't care. But if I find out you just threw shit out the window, no, nah. we're gonna have a problem. Nah. Now I'm a real fucking nah. creep. Yeah, yeah. All right, that was me. <laughs> Who's next? Question of the week. Yo, when is the last time one of y'all broke a habit? I want to start a new trend with us and the listeners, and we're going to do this together. Romeo has his habit in hand. Yeah, but we can't talk about it. Only at the live shows. He, he trying to get us to do a live so bad because he need to eat. <laughs> no facts. <laughs> y'all got mad information, but only at the live. At the live show. That boy is starving. December. <laughs> we don't know what the date yet. <laughs> I'm putting it out there. <laughs> Yo. Now, I'm seriously, like, thinking about this because it's hard to break a habit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not mm-hmm. easy. It's not an easy thing to do, right? But all of us have bad habits that we need to break. And I thought about this with Katie, like, because all of us think about her 
when we take a shit now. That's just <laughs> half of Atlanta is doing that. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. And as I'm, I kind of laughed to myself every time that I closed the toilet. The, <laughs> I mean, to flush it, because I'm like, yo, Katie really, like, changed my life with this shit. Like, I really, I do this now. Even, like, normal, I leave my joints closed all the time. They're mm-hmm. always closed now. Mm-hmm. So they always look like they're out of order, like, at all times. That's and, a clean-ass bathroom That's right there. a clean-ass bathroom. So I'm like, yo, you know what we should do? We should hold each other accountable. I broke a habit. I made myself better. We all have habits we need to break. So I think we should all come up with a habit that we want to break. Something you do that you know would be better if you didn't. And if we do it, our listeners have to listen and do the same thing. So you right now, as you're listening, think of a habit. If you're with your significant other, they can choose your habit. Because most of us be friends like we don't have no bad habits. But I bet you your girl know. Just ask her. She'll tell you. Oh, 100%. Oh, she has 40 habits. God. So you take one of them. We better make people divorce. <laughs> That's what we do here. Hey. We are going to make sure that only the people who are meant to be together are together. <laughs> Stay together. Be strong. You heard? All right. What's your habits? What are we breaking? As y'all think, the listeners, you think as well. We all going to break a habit this week. What are we doing? I buy my nails quite often. Really? You and LeBron? Mm. Yeah, like, I get nervous, and I just started kind of, like, fidgeting with my fingers. You don't want to do that anymore? No. So how do I stop that? Put hot, you like hot sauce? Yeah. Oh, I might just be like, come on, What bro, you don't I'm, like? I'm Hispanic. What to, don't he like, Katie? He I doesn't have, like shots of liquor in general. That's a fact. Every time you bite your nails for one week, you have to take a shot. And okay. you got to be honest, bro, because if you lie to us, then you're lying to you. Okay. So for every time you fuck up and go, ah, I just did it, you got to take a shot. All right. Bet? Yep. All right, Katie, what's the habit you want to break? I need to eat three meals a day. Sometimes I don't do that. For one week? Yeah. Three meals a day? Three meals a day. So if you do not eat three meals a day for one week, it's just one week. That's mm-hmm. all this is. We're not asking for a month. This is easy work. Oh, okay. What does Katie have to do? Hmm. What, what don't you like? I'm not telling you. What don't What don't you like, yo? You well, like you, everything. You got you to gotta let Mo and I create a, a tweet on your Twitter or text on behalf of you. Texting on behalf of me is something I don't like. Oh, I like that. All right, so for whatever day you don't eat three meals a day, you have to let us text for you. You have to let us text. We'll be your texting tutor. No. Yankee. Her. Yep. Mommy Yankee. Mommy Yankee. And we going to give her thoughts. (laughs) You her? That's a deal? That's a deal. All right. Say less. Um, what the fuck? My bad habit is on days I don't want to, I don't go to the gym. Okay. And for one week, I'm going to go every day. All right. Every day. Every day? Every day. I'm going to go every day. And if you don't, you have to start a conversation with somebody randomly. Like a stranger? Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> you and, have to hold a five-minute conversation and at the end of a stranger. It, and take a photo at the end of it. <laughs> like, randomly just be like, hey, do you want to take a photo? Moments from the birch asking for a photo like, do to something <laughs> easy, like shoot me in the leg or something. Like, well, yeah, we have to talk. Go to the metaverse for that, bro. All right, so th- those are our habits. Yep, yeah. we are breaking bad habits. You, as the listener, you have to hold yourself accountable. You have one week for whatever you just came up with, and if you don't do it, I mean, we can't hold you accountable, but you can hold yourself accountable and know that you suck. But if you don't do it, DM us, and we are going to put you 
on blast mm-hmm. because we are going to help our listeners break some bad habits. We'll roast you. I like that. No, bro. No, nah, that ass because that's not like a bad punishment mm-hmm. to where it's like you got. If you don't fulfill your one week habit, DM us and we're going to roast the shit out you. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to hold you accountable. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to hold yourself accountable. But if you don't, we will. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, say less. Who's next? He's so fake, but I'm so real. Yeah, I'm so sick, but he's just air. Right. Sicko Award is going to the same exact woman who Katie is giving her fine woman of the week to. Because I'm, nah, I'm pissed. No, she don't get to retire. Come on. Nah, yo, tell them who your fine woman of the week is, Katie. It's Serena Williams. She don't get to retire. The GOAT needs a break. No, she don't need no break. But she was playing when she was pregnant. What do you need a break for? Exactly. Like, Like, it's you. What what she need to focus on, family? Exactly. She's accomplished so many milestones. She's one of the greatest. So at some point, you have to hang up your crown and just take a break and enjoy your life, the fruits of your labor of being one of the greatest. Greatest in tennis. No, but what a fucking goat. What a fucking goat at the fact that you can retire in your prime. Literally just be like, look, I already won everything I needed to win. I'm over this shit. I just want to chill out. Like, that is that is ultimate, like, goat mm-hmm. level. I'm so, at. Like, <laughs> come on now. I feel the way. She needs a break. And kudos to her for everything that she's accomplished and everything that she has done. All right, so think about it, right? She's turning 41 next month. All right. Yeah. She started her career in 1995 at the age of 14. Yeah. Won 73 singles titles, including 23 majors, and has four Olympic gold medals and spent 319 weeks as the number one player in the world. Yeah. The world. Yeah, I know. Come on. I mean, but like, but why she got to leave? Oh, and not to mention, her and Venus have won 14 major double titles. Wow. Yo, she got a whole list here that says first and only two, and it's like 473 of those things. Mm, An absolute queen. This woman has done everything. There's nothing else to do in her sport. There's nothing else to do as an athlete. I mean, it's her. Serena Williams is the only reason I've watched tennis. I'm going to be honest. I I didn't grow up. I didn't watch Andre Agassi growing up. I didn't. I didn't watch Pete Sampras. I knew they were great. I'm not hating. Mm. I didn't watch them. I watched me some Serena. Mm. And um, there will never be another Serena. Nope. Black girl magic. Nah, but for real, man, Serena Williams represented, like, just women, black people, black women in a way where you just can't do a better job. So for her to walk away on the top, I do respect that. As much as I joke about hating the fact that she's leaving, because I really do, I respect the fact that we are never going to have to watch her be past her prime and feel like, ah, she should have left sooner. She's not giving us that. And she shouldn't. With all she's accomplished, she should not give us that. So Agree. We love you, Serena. We do, girl. <laughs> Who's next? All right, reflective moment of the week. My trouble used to just double. When I ain't have a dollar, I used to struggle to struggle. Yeah, I was dreaming about the game feeling um, fun. My dad told me this one day, and it kind of stuck with me. We were having a real deep conversation about life, and he told me that he believes in something that he calls the 6-9 concept can't quote him but it was something like that where he basically said that in life most people try to do whatever it is that makes them feel as if they're a nine because technically no one's a 10 we're not perfect but he believes if someone were to tell it 
it'd be better to be a six. And he said, because if you're a nine, technically, no one can pour anything into you because there are no tens. But if you be dope, but you still allow yourself room for growth and room for people to be able to actually pour things into you to where you can be greater, you can be better, you can be doper, for a lack of a better term, then you'd find yourself being happy being a six. You're not at the bottom end of it, and you can still pour into people or on the other half, but people can still pour things into you. Mm. Because once you're a nine, what exactly are you working toward anymore? So sometimes it's actually okay to be a six. Shout out to Romeo. Shout out to Nelly. Another one. <laughs> I, f- I fucked it up. Another low boy. <laughs> I fucked up the Katie because it's six. I know. It's- I know. I know, I know, I know. All right, end the shit. Next time, bitches. (laughs) 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 Nah, but for real, man. Never get too high on yourself that you don't believe that there's room for improvement. There's always room for improvement. Be humble, even in your greatest of moments. What? All right. Who's next? Quote of the week. Fucking over? Do you not Why? know the format of this podcast? Give him the quote, Romeo. Right? Give him the quote. Since you turned your mic back on, give it to him. Here it come. There's no one greater than you who is you. There's no one greater than you who is you. There's no one greater than me. There's no one greater than you. I just, you. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what I said. Give, them, bad, give them the though. real quote, though. No, that was a real one. That's true. There is no one that's better at being you than you, so why would you want to be anybody else? That was a hell of a quote, Romeo, and I will add that with a little bit of pepperoni on that pizza. Mm. And the pepperoni is, (laughs) life is a succession of lessons Mm. which must be lived to be understood. Ralph Waldo Emerson. Y'all took that in? Yeah. You got to go through shit. It's unfortunate, and we all hate going through it. And we all have to go through it. And sometimes while you're going through it, you have no idea why this is happening to you. It sucks. You don't have answers. You want answers. Typically, you live long enough to figure out eventually why you had to go through what you had to go through. And sometimes when I'm going through it and people say, well, you need this for your future, I would be wanting to say, well, shit, cancel my future because this shit ain't worth it. Where am I going that I need this bullshit? Because I don't want to need this. But... However great you think you can be, you can be so much greater. So however much pain you think you can take, you can take so much more. God will never give you more than you can bear, and there is always a reason. So go through it. Get through it. Ten toes down and keep your head up. And when you get to the end of the road, you will discover that you are a hell of a lot stronger than you thought you were, hell of a lot wiser than you thought you were, and you'll be fine. Next time, bitches. Uh, I know. Did it again. Check. I'm talking hurt. When your bed feel like it's dirt. When you lost, no longer know the cost. Thought you were a boss till you couldn't make it work. Had a team, but you just couldn't manage. Looking like you the only reason for the damage. Did everything together to find that you didn't fit her. Sometimes it's the prize that'll force you to be a quitter. Didn't really know what being the part meant. Till you learned it was home just to be with her. 
All this time you were out searching for perfect Let so much go and you wondering was it worth it Either way, it's done, gotta respect it Think about the moments and all the times you reflected The times you connected, accepted, just and neglected When you should've did everything to protect it Fuck. If I could get it back one time I'd probably blow it and I know it But I really wish that I could just get it back one time I said if, I, if I could really get it back one time Probably if wouldn't I could be get the same when I get it back I keep pulling it back I ain't living fast I Just get it back one time I'm just trying to get it back